Derek Zemrak. Happy Friday. What's up? Hey, doing good. Thank you. Another another weekend coming up on us, so that's good. <laughs> movies, movies, movies. They're all a part of my weekend. <laughs> I really don't watch a lot during the week because I like to save them for the weekend. And, of course, that's one of the reasons I love talking to you every Friday, so I know what I should watch. <laughs> well, I can tell you, you know, don't classify this movie that we're reviewing as a movie, okay? Oh, no. That. That, that is jackass forever. Oh. Oh my now, God. <laughs> uh, this is the you know the fourth installment of this Jackass series. Now the strange thing is, is you know these guys are now in their forties. So now when you're watching them do these crazy stunts, <laughs> you're sitting there, oh my God, they're gonna kill themselves. Which, yeah. You know, back in the day, you thought they were gonna kill themselves. But um, you know, Paramount Pictures has made money with these. MTV has made money with these, so they keep encouraging these people to uh, do these crazy stunts. Uh, the budget was ten million dollars on this movie. Movie. So, you know, a lot of dollars, a lot of dollars. And, you know, you have Johnny Knoxville in there and Steve-O and, and uh, Wee Man, you know, all the people from the old t- television series. But there are a few people missing, uh, obviously. Uh, Ryan Dunn passed away. Mm-hmm. And then Bam Majera, who basically started all this stuff with Viva La Bam and all this stuff, he is nowhere to be found. Now, obviously, he's had a lot of uh, problems in his life, including, you know, addictions and marital problems and all these things well they left him out of this and there's been tremendous amount of lawsuits about uh, why Bam is not in Jackass forever mm. okay now so that's a little controversy that's going on and uh, yeah it's these 42 year olds who don't want to grow up and they want to do stupid things <laughs> I mean I just think they, they have passion about you know ruining their bodies and seeing how much pain they can go through now Watching this uh, at the press screenings and you're sitting there and you're listening to people laugh. It's truly a laugh. You know, people are laughing. Uh, it's not like an emoji where, you know, you just say LOL and you're really not <laughs> laughing, right? These people are truly laughing in the theater. Now, I didn't truly laugh at a lot of places. I'm just sitting there going, this is crazy. This is stupid. But I do one thing that they don't have in emojis, and that's cringe. And you really Aww. cringe, okay? So you don't fake that emoji stuff when you're cringing. You're cringing. And there's just things that happen to these guys that you're just going, oh. Oh, ouch. How, why? Why <laughs> um, is my biggest question. Yeah. Why? <laughs> now, overall, I, I think this movie does have a market. Obviously, they've done four movies. They've been very successful to do it. Johnny Knoxville went on and did, you know, the uh, the grandfather, you know, movies where he was kind of, uh, you know, dressing up as a grandfather, doing these crazy stunts. Well, now they all look like grandfathers, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's like, that, you know, that thing's not there anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> And and they beat up their bodies so bad, they're like, you know, stumbling along like they're 80 years old sometimes. But overall, there's some good cameos in here. It's fun. This is kind of a movie, and I've said this before, you know, if you want to see this and you want to get some laughs, because you'll get, laugh is contagious. So people in the theater are laughing. You're going to laugh. I don't know how many people are going to go see this movie, you know. I I don't know. I mean, going out to the movies, you know, during a pandemic is almost like a jackass. Yeah, it's a Should I go? Should I not go? What should I I do, you know? <laughs> um, would I chance, would I chance going to risk, you know, to be a movie of Jackass? No. 
<laughs> but overall, I think it has its elements that has this genre uh, that people would enjoy. Now, this is tough to rate this on slates because, you know, you go, how many oh, slates? Right. What's it worth? This kind of, you know, technically, it's a documentary that's poorly shot. You know? <laughs> and I give it, you know, two slates out of five just okay. because, hey, these guys did it. You know, which is a tough thing to do, and especially the stunts, you know, yeah. having a you know professional, the world's fastest softball player throwing uh, softballs at your groin with mm. no cup. That's painful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would like to just make a quick observation. I believe that you made me laugh more reviewing this movie <laughs> than I would probably laugh at the movie. So if Jackass <laughs> isn't your thing, boom, you're done. You've listened to the podcast. Derek made you laugh. Move on with your day. Well, thank you. Uh, that's 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 a, that's a good compliment that I'm compared to Jackass, you know, because I've been called it several times in my life. But, you know, hey. Oh, you're too great. I love it. I would be surprised if you gave it more than two slates just because of the yeah. genre of the movie. So, yeah. okay, two slates for Jackass that, forever. That was a stretch, you know, but, you know, hey. Hey, you know what I'm super psyched about before we launch into um, the Oscar nominations that are coming up? Nightmare Alley is all already out on HBO. Oh, good. Oh, my God. You know, I so to... I can't wait to see. I yeah, text go. my sister immediately. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm definitely watching that this weekend because I want to be focused solely on the movie. And kind of when I watch after I get home from work, I'm thinking about too many other things. So one of the best movies of the year, quote, unquote, from Derek Zemrak is now me, streaming yeah. on HBO. <laughs> okay. Now we'll get to Oscars. <laughs> Yes. Now let's talk about the Oscars, you know, that are being announced on the, the 8th. You know, so it's coming right up next mm-hmm. week in, in anticipation. Now, I think, you know, Amazon and Netflix have, you know, purchased almost everything. So I think they're going to change it this year to not be called the Oscars. They're calling it the Amex, okay? Uh. Working together, <laughs> you know? You got me! <laughs> yeah. <Again>! So the- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because all of these, you know, all I think most of the movies that will get the most nominations will be those two studios together. You know, I think front uh, front runners for best picture. I don't know how much time you, because you know, I could talk a long time about you know <laughs> my, my my ideas of what should win. Uh, you know, you're looking at the front runners. I think you're going to see Belfast get a lot of nominations. It's a fantastic film, Black and White, which we talked about mm-hmm. last week in the podcast. You can always you know tune in back to that one and, and listen to that. Um, I think you're going to see you know a lot of nominations for that. I think you're hitting close to ten nominations for that Ooh. film. Um, the other movie, you know, which I really enjoyed with Power of the Dog, which is on Netflix. You know, I think this has an equivalent to being, you know, a a front runner for the Oscars. I love the the twist at the end and how Mm -hmm. you have to go back and try to figure out the clues. So, um, you know, that one, you know, the Golden Globe for drama and the AFI top 10. So it's got, you know, a little bit of steamroll there. You also have uh, King Richard that people are really talking about as a possibility for to be a Best Pitching nomination. Will it win? Now it ain't going to win, but, you know, it'll be nominated. But you'll see a couple other ones. Will Smith will get a nomination for that film, possibly a win, although I, to me that's a little bit of a stretch, but you know we've got to see what the other nominations yeah, are. For um, sure. A few, Dune I think is going to get a lot of the wins at the Oscars, you know, could it win Best Picture? I think it'll get nominated. It did win AFI's Top 
10 equivalent that got several nominations at, you know, the National Board of Reviews and mm-hmm. uh, Golden Globes, Critics' Choices, the PGA. You know, so there's a lot uh, out there for Dune. Will it win Best Pitching? No, but I think it does have a, a shot. I don't know how long you want me to go. I think West Side Story, uh, you know, is, is, is a possibility. I think it's got that nostalgia feel to it that where it's like, okay, you know, Spielberg did it. That's a, it's always a, ooh, I got to smoke for a Spielberg movie, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he did so well with it. Golden Globe win, AFI wins, uh, nominations, a lot of them for National Board of Views, Critic Choices. So you do have a, a big steamroll. You got Rita Moreno, who everybody loves. Yes. You know, that's floating out there, you know, and that will be a nostalgic if she does pull off. I hope. Which Derek predicted uh, a nomination and win, possibly. And everybody's out there saying, you know, you, you know, you have Liquid Pizza and you have Coda and Tick, Tick, Boom. Basically, Netflix films in most cases. Uh, being the Ricardos has been thrown around there as a Best Picture nomination. And last way down the list that people keep talking about that could be a surprise is none other than Nightmare Alley. Yeah! <laughs> I hope so. I really, really hope so. So we'll be able to kind of talk about how right you were in your predictions of the predictions. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, these are just ideas. I don't know about the predictions. You know, I gave you some cheat sheets right now, Mel, for you yeah. when you go up against me, competition. You know, we just... You know, I, I, I'm doing always uh, doing the talking about what's going to win. I don't know how you can't beat me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of the reason I take copious notes. <laughs> yeah. So I feel better educated because a lot of the times I don't see the movie. So right. I'm just going with whatever. It's like throwing a dart at the board yeah. or something like that. That's like that's like me if you say, okay, let's do it. a book review. You know, top <laughs> books of the year. I'd be like, what's that? You know? <laughs> but, but no, you know a lot about movies, and that's what's great about it. I think it has a good rapport with each other. Yes. Different angles of movies because everybody's movie experience is, is completely different. And one I want to talk about is Nightmare Alley. It's actually got released this week in black and white. Okay, so Del Toro actually decided to convert it over to the the black and white also. So I I think I'm going back in the theater just to see it in the black and white because that film noir in black and white, you know, that's that's quality right there. So and I think it's a clever move for him to do, you know, because when you're going into the voting, people like, oh, my God, that was so good, you know, in color. Oh, my God. Then I saw the black and white. Then you got two things that people are going, man, that movie gave me some impact. So I think strategically, I think they're in a good position to, you know, pull off the nomination. Whether or not this can steamroll into a best picture, you know, we'll see. And it is a remake, too. So you got that as a remake and you got West Side Story. So you got the both nostalgia side of it. And then you got some people on the other side who are going to say, well, you know, it's a remake. It shouldn't win best picture. So who knows? Yeah. Mel will know later. Yes, exactly. We'll know everything (laughs) with just some time. (laughs) Thanks so much, Derek. I look forward to next week. Thank you.